Our scripture reading for today is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 10, verse 27. Jesus answered, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your strength, and with all of your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. Love is not something we do. It's something we become. I think most of our preachers only just have one sermon in us. That's true for me. And today, mine boils down to the one that I'm going to preach today. That's my one sermon. Much of this sermon today comes from readings I've done, some from scripture that I've studied, and some of it from a writer named Bob Goff. I don't know if you guys have ever read Bob Goff stuff, but it's incredible. It comes from lots of cup of coffee with people. It comes from lots of thinking and lots of talking to people about all kinds of things. It comes from stories, and it comes from something that I cannot explain to you. Something that's so big and mysterious. I don't have the vocabulary to even tell you what it is. But it's that thing that gives me that electric spirit surge, the goosebumps when I hear good music. It's the God whispers that tell me to text someone, and the next thing they say to me is, How did you know? And truth is, I had no clue. It's that thing we people call God. Energy that swirls and moves. It's part of me. It's part of you. God loves us is one of the most, if not the most important sermon that any of us can live or preach. Love is not just something we experience. Westerless love as both a verb and a noun. The noun form an intense feeling or deep af affection. The verb, affection conveyed to someone to like or enjoy. We come to this little church today to know God in a deeper way. To know love. Not merely as something we feel, but something every one of us in this room is on a journey to become. Before any of us can embody love, we must first learn how to be our own unique selves and find out who we are. And this is just what you need to hear. If you hear nothing else in this little Pam talk today, this is the next thing is what I want you to take home. After that, you can zone out a little bit or think about the soccer game that's getting ready to come on. <laughs> I've been told. You, my friends, my brothers and sisters, you are so loved. So, so loved by our Creator who formed you, who formed us, who knit us in the womb of all creation, who put together little tiny atoms and birthed us into the world. For God so loved, for God so loved. Humanity was created. And relational community sprang forth. And a story of God and people over time was recorded for us to learn and know the depths of all we can become. It was written in scripture. 
But as the UCC denomination says, God is still speaking. And the human story, our little story, is being written right now. With a little chapter, with a few sentences penned about what is happening right now. Right in this space on the corner of Don Anna Drive. For God so loved, Jesus came to show us how to grab hold and how to embody God's rich love, and he showed us how to live it out. For you see, we were designed to be loved and created to experience love. And once we learn to embody and embrace that notion, that little notion that we are so loved, then we'll find out what our identity really is all about. And finally, finally when we take hold of that love, guess what? We can rid ourselves of all that crap. You're pretty proud I said crap, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the lies we've told ourselves about not being enough, not being worthy, not being good enough to be the receiver of this gift of love from the universal mystery. When we rid ourselves of the old tapes that others have told us about that have tied us up with, then we can hear it. For God so loves us. I don't know about you, but I've wrestled with that a lot. How could God love me? We act like we're broken or something, or unworthy or something, or you're something or something. But when I had my children, Bram and Madison, each so uniquely born with their own wild personalities and their own unique beauty, I remember them placing each one of them in my arms upon their birth. And this is the truth. The first thing I thought was, who, what have I done? Because <laughs> I don't know nothing about no taking care of babies. <laughs> oh, and then I saw their eyes. And I felt their little heartbeat. And I felt them move toward me. And I knew. I knew it in my bones. I felt a surge and overwhelming emotion. Love, just like in the movies but no words, and there was no music in the background. Pure, unfiltered love. And at that moment I knew that there was nothing in the world that those two kids were ever gonna do that would make me not love them. And I've loved them ever since the day they were born with a fierceness and with pride and with deep love. And I began to imagine, that must be the way God feels about me. That feels about you. Fierce, protective, proud, no words, no special effects. Just a breath of spirit, for God so loved. We were created. Accept that love. Can you accept it? Choose to believe that we are fiercely and madly loved. We are wanted. We are needed in this world. Now open up your hands in your lap. Nobody's going to look at you if you do. Open them up. Just sit with this. 
we are loved. As an act of receiving in your open hands allows God's love to just fill you up. See, once you learn how to receive and how to be filled, then we're learning how to become love. You can close them now. Maybe that indeed is all we were created to become. Love. I hate to say it, but you know, we're not created to be superheroes or super sheroes or a super church to change the world. We were created to be vessels that are filled up with God's love. For God so loves us. For God so loves us. Love is not something we do. It is someone we become. In biblical times, we were often, there were often epiphanies. Stories of human and God encounters. They'd have things like fire or flashing lights or people walking on waters. Most of us in this room have never seen anything like that. We've rarely ever seen a dead man walking out of a tomb. We haven't experienced magi who travel bringing gifts. We've never sat at a well and had the teacher come up and ask us for a drink. Oh, but we do have these incredible interactions with others who love us lavishly. Haven't you met people like that? Who has that love just flowing out? And it's an incredible gift just to be near them. Jesus talked to his friends a lot about how we should identify ourselves. He said it wouldn't be what we said we believed or all the good we hoped to do someday. Nope. He said we would identify ourselves simply by how we loved people. It sure is tempting to think it's about more than just that, isn't it? Love isn't something we fall into. Love is someone we become. And every once in a while, we come across that someone whose love becomes God's love for us. They allow God's love to flow out of them. And I'm going to tell a story that all of you probably heard a million times. And I know you're tired of hearing me say it, but I'm going to tell it again because I love telling it. <laughs> because this little church, this little place where I found people who were different than me, who let me sit on the back row, who let me weep, who loved me when my heart was closed off and scarred up, who loved me when I was just going through the actions of living and not really wanting to do that. You see, I walked into this little church and my friends here at Bluegrass, you just kept on loving on me. You would shake my hand. You'd hand me a tissue when I cried. You'd hug me and wrap me up. And God's love so big, I couldn't escape it. It infused into my cells. It pulled on my heartstrings. My neighbors at Bluegrass, they showed me a kingdom where we are not perfect. Did y'all know that? We're not perfect. Oh, but we love deeply. We love so deeply. We might like, not even like each other on any given day. But I have found that grace 
God grace abounds in this little place. And before long, that God love offered me, offered to me by you plain old ordinary people on their way to becoming love somehow changed me. It did something to my spirit. You applied balm to my broken heart. You encouraged me when I started to step out and it sending more hugs. And then you listened when I finally began to feel safe enough to speak. And now look at me. You probably want me to shut up sometimes. <laughs> I'm so filled up with your love that I can hardly stand it myself. Your God love. I float. You know what? I still have a few bad days. But God's love found me through your arms and hands and eyes and smiles. You saved me from myself to become myself. You see, love is not something we do. It is someone we become. Love comes in all shapes and forms. It comes in different colors and sexualities. It comes in bodies that are old and walk with a cane and in little tiny legs that run down the hall with curious eyes. It looks like arms that open wide. It looks like communion in front of a group of people screaming mean things to people. It looks like a church who has drag queens and people who are trans and people who are straight and bi and asexual. It feels like coffee and donuts. It smells like grass cut by people who share their gift. It sounds like Stanley, Stanley with his earphones on cleaning the church and singing at the top of his lungs. It sounds like Daniel singing, Beloved Child of God. It tastes like people who share their gift of love and love of cooking with those who are food deprived. It looks like poems and prose written by the writing group here once a month who share snacks and philosophy and words of the heart. It is people, love is people moving food and packing backpacks. It's people who greet each other, touch each other, cry for each other, laugh together. It is letters and cards and church visits and hospital visits and it is standing together at the funeral home when we may wave somebody home. Oh, love may be something we do. It's what we do. It's who we become. Why? Because God so loved us. Becoming love is a journey with twists and turns and surprises. It is sometimes suddenly so exciting, surrounded by spirit wind called holy. Other times it's dark and feels alone. You know what? Jesus did not promise us that by becoming love, it was going to be pie in the sky easy. But becoming love, letting that stuff you hold inside you come out, allows more room to be filled again and again and again with God's love. And if you give that little bit of God's love away that you got, and you keep giving it away, oh my, it's like a spring that does not dry up. You see, God's love just keeps on filling us up. Filling us up and filling us up. 
I'm going to paraphrase something by Bob Goff, and I adapted it a little. You know what? We will not be remembered by all our accomplishments. What we're going to be remembered for in the end is how we treated each other. We're going to be remembered by our love. Well, maybe not our love. I say it's that God's love flows through us. What I've learned about Jesus is that we find our, our identities by engaging the people we've been avoiding. The lepers, the prostitutes, the people in prison, the broken, the rejected, the fill-in-your-blank person. Jesus wrapped his concept up in three simple phrases. Love God, love your neighbor, love yourself. We don't need a plan to do these things. You know, we always think we got to have a meeting and plan and plan and plan. We don't need that. We need to wait for, we don't need to wait for just that right moment. We just need to show up. Be present. And look at people in the eye. And hug their necks. And simply be love. Sometimes we make people Loving people. Sometimes we make loving people a whole lot more complicated than Jesus did, don't we? What happens to us? If we begin to love the ones we don't understand, if we get to know their names, if we invite them to do things with us, or eat donuts and cheese and coffee in the fellowship hall, what happens if we go and find the ones that everybody else has shunned and turned away. What might happen? You can spot people who are becoming love. Because they don't want to build castles. Oh no, they're out building kingdoms. They fill their lives with people who don't look like them or act like them or believe the same things that they believe in. They treat people with love and respect and are more eager to learn from them and presume they have nothing to teach. For God so loved the world that we are filled up. God so loved the world that we are given the example of Jesus. So keep your hands and heart open. Be filled up. Learn to love and accept love. I sure do want to be loved and do love. And I'm trying every day to do it a little better. And each one of you here, you just keep helping me learn more and more about what God's love is about. As we continue our journey toward being the church, imagine if all we did was simply love. Imagine that. God's love spread out all over the place, out in the streets, out our doors, across our parking lots, into our workplaces. Take it to the grocery store. God loves as we become love. That's how people will recognize us. They will know us by our love. Love is not something 
we do. It is someone we become. Amen. Amen.